When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the FightfulWrestling.com podcast, February 6th edition. This is the last Monday Night Raw before Elimination Chamber. Not like that matters at the SmackDown show. I am joined by Fightful.com associate editor and alleged first-time father, Alex Palowski. Nothing alleged about it. (laughs) A first-time father, yeah. Yeah. That remains to be seen. (laughs) <laughs> if we can get you booked on Maury, we're going to figure that out. Okay. I know people who have been on that show. I live in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. That probably shouldn't well, be a surprise. Yeah. You know what I've noticed before we get into the wrestling talk? Dr. Phil's going down that road. Yeah. Oh, the, the cash me outside girl? Yeah, yeah. He's realizing that that's going to be his cash cow. Well, no, no pun intended. No pun intended. But here's the thing. Like, we see that with a lot of other people. I mean, Jerry Springer. What I remember most from him before all that stuff was like Razor Ramon giving the two kids that had like HIV. He gave him the Intercontinental title and Mari Povich used to be a substance filled show. And then it went down that road. It just took Dr. Phil a little bit longer, I think, to do right. that. Uh, to get a little business out of the way, you guys head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Get this beautiful Fightful t-shirt. I said we were going to end the sale this weekend. I didn't do it. So the sale's still up there. It's getting changed sometime this week. But head over there. We have short sleeve, long sleeve, soft style tees. Lots of goodies there. Also support our friends over at On It by clicking that On It link on our main page. That helps out the podcast a ton. Use supplements used by Triple H, Cesaro, Seth Rollins, Bailey. Tons of people. If you're, if you're into MMA, Donald Cerrone, Cody Garbrandt, they use On It. If you want to advertise with the Fightful Wrestling Podcast or the Fightful MMA Podcast, contact me, Sean, at Fightful.com, and we will work you out one hell of a deal, my friends. Also, check out Anna Bauer's Most Ridiculous on our YouTube. You can subscribe. YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher. We got all kinds of content for you. More wrestling podcasts, more MMA podcasts than anybody. And we don't just have some scrubs on here. We got UFC fighter Elias Theodore who fights in a couple of weeks. Sean Pearson, who left the UFC on a three-fight winning streak. We got Matt Riddle, the hottest thing on the indies. We got Shane Helms, who's been there, WCW, TNA, WWE. We got all kinds of good stuff for you here. Our last Shane Helms show took a look at the first brand extension, and uh, he addressed some of the rumors there. He's very blunt with this stuff. Other topics we've covered include backstage fights, the rules of wrestling, uh, the death of WCW, 
we talked to him about that 2004 Triple H trade, and he was very blunt about that and why that happened, as well as how one-sided some of these drafts were, how he didn't want to go to ECW. Uh, very, very blunt there. This week, if you register at Fightful.com, you get early access to that Shane Helms podcast and that Matt Riddle podcast that dropped Thursday and Friday. We're doing a mailbag edition. Anything you guys want asked, send to at Sean Ross Sapp on Twitter. Also, of course, follow these beautiful accounts on Twitter. Now, a couple of things I wanted to talk about before we get into Raw. There was a situation today, Alex. Alberto Del Rio was on the MMA Hour uh, with Ariel Hawani. Great show, great podcast. He was there to promote Combate Americas, in which he serves as the president. And he uh, spoke about Paige. We have a story up on our main page right now. Go over there, check it out. Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. And he said that that you know, Paige is hurt. She had neck surgery three months ago. Says she'll hopefully be back April, May, June. Pretty, right. pretty vague. And with a neck injury, sure, it's going to be vague. And it mentioned that their wedding might be in about May, which also seems right. You know, she'll be good to go then. But then Ariel Hawani asked Del Rio about the potential of Paige crossing over into mixed martial arts. And he said... Of course, the other day she was with me at the jiu-jitsu gym and I was teaching her a lot of stuff. I'm not trying to start drama, but I'd love to have her in the conversation fighting for me. I'm sure some staffer over there, meaning at WWE, is mad at me. But he then went on to say that he, he holds no ill will towards WWE. It just wasn't a good match. Now, boy, did I have the people tweeting at me when I dropped this information. I didn't drop the information. He dropped it on Ariel Hawani's show. I just tweeted about it. And one of the recurring things that I got was, oh, my God, with her neck, how could she do it? Well, here's a couple of things. I had people comparing her to Steve Austin. And I was like, damn, Steve Austin was 35 when he had neck surgery. Also, he put it off for two years. Two years he wrestled on that bad neck. Paige is 24 years old and got it done very early. And Alex, I mean, I know you're not a big MMA guy, but I, I just – I have trained in both with a bad neck, not to the degree that her neck is. I didn't, I didn't have to get surgery. She had to get surgery. Mine was like a, it, you can, but you don't have to type of thing. Bumping on a neck like that, surgically repaired, four nights a week while traveling across the country, across the world, not much better. But Alex, I want to know how you feel about this whole situation before we get into Raw. Well, now again, you say I'm not much of an MMA guy. I just I don't I don't follow it uh, like somebody like yourself. I mean, but I do under I do understand that if there's a great difference between what they do there and what they do in in WWE ring. I mean, as, apart from the obvious thing of you know one one is scripted and the other one's real. I get that, but um, you tell me how long between matches do an, a typical the typical MMA fighter have? It really depends. You can fight some. I mean, like, there's a woman who's fighting for a championship on Saturday night. She doesn't fight more than once a year. Is but my my question would my my if the answer is uh, longer than a day, then it's very different. Uh, yes. Because these people, they they even a simple back bump, you know, just a simple flat back bump. Uh, but you do that several times in a match, and you do matches several times a week. Uh, over the course of several years, that's going to be harder on your neck than, you know, one match a year. 
even if it is a because you know okay so i got injured now i'm going to rehab this thing and i'm going to be better as opposed to i got a i got a twinge in my thing that's fine but you got to be back on the road tomorrow you know what i mean who knows what these people you know put their bodies through over and over and over again so yeah it's there's you can't say that um mma is going to be so much more dangerous for her uh than the wwe uh without first taking into account that how often these people are doing it in wwe Mm -hmm. I'll put it like this, guys. Like, I would never physically make it through an MMA camp. I can make it through preparation for an, for pro wrestling match. I do those a few times a year. People are working with me as opposed to working against me. Now, here's the situation. We haven't seen a lot of high-level, or really a lot of MMA fighters in general, come back after a neck surgery. However, Paige is 24 years old and has an athletic background. I mean, she's an athletic girl. Also, there, there are a lot of questions. Could she fight? Yeah, they could put her in there with an absolute just soccer mom, and she could kick the living shit out of them. Right. There, there's no – this is Combate Americas, guys. This isn't the UFC. The Combate Americas is not the highest level of MMA. They're doing very well in Mexico, though. But, hey, guys, it's, it's not the – I had a lot of people saying he's forcing her. No. They're, they're, if you all watch that interview, and I encourage you to, Alberto Del Rio and Paige off camera seem like incredibly happy individuals. There was no like hostage situation here. They seem like they are truly happy with each other. And Ariel Hawani did say, what's up with you, man? Why are you getting stabbed and stuff? And Del Rio, and he said, you're a handsome guy. You shouldn't be getting stabbed. And he said, maybe you should think that me being handsome is why I'm getting stabbed. So Del Rio cunning as ever. Cutting yeah. as ever. But that story's up on Fightful.com. If you all haven't checked it out, break up with your old wrestling news sites, you guys. Just dump them. Kick them to the curb. Some of you guys are still going to these turdy sites from 20 years ago that haven't updated their designs. We got you covered. We're not going to make you click on a million different things all day. We got fight size updates that combine a lot of this stuff. We've got exclusives. Go over there under our MMA wrestling and boxing exclusives and just see some news that we've broken that maybe you've seen elsewhere, like, oh, I wonder where that came from, or that other places didn't even, didn't even have uh, the notion to pick up on, like, because, you know, we're still growing, but uh, maybe you don't have a social life, you guys. Maybe you just want to sit at home all week. Maybe you don't want to deal with people outside. Hey, everybody goes through that. Monday night you have Raw. Tuesday night you have SmackDown. Wednesday night you have NXT and sometimes Lucha Underground. Also, Tuesday night, uh, 205 Live. Thursday, Impact. Friday, New Japan on Access. Saturday, UFC. Sunday, usually a WWE pay-per-view. And uh, we got podcasts almost every single day. So we're keeping you company. Uh, for future reference, guys, we're going to move the questions to Tuesday night. The reason I'm doing that is because Tuesday we cover SmackDown. Much shorter shows. Much less to cover on the podcast more time for questions. So I think that's a little bit fair. Also, we get the news and the fallout from, uh, from Raw as well. So uh, big things popping for Fightful.com, you guys. As always, uh, UFC 208 this Saturday. Tune into that and our post-show podcast. I did a show with uh, Showdown Joe this afternoon. Also, before we get into Raw, Seth Rollins, Alex, this situation. Yep. Talked to a couple people about it tonight during the show. That was fun. Because um, I, <laughs> I literally had one person that was like, 
if I talk to you, will you leave me alone about it? Because I texted him like four times in a row and I was like, let me know before my show. Let me know before my show. Let me know before my show. I was told the reason they weren't clear about Seth Rollins returning for WrestleMania is because they don't know. They yeah. do not know. Um, between a grade one and a grade three, it's anywhere between two to eight weeks. Yeah. And eight weeks could put him like not cleared the week of WrestleMania. So they right. don't want to advertise him, then have to pull him in a couple of weeks. But from what I was told, we're not looking at like the type of time frame that he faced before. Yeah, this is not nearly as bad. It's a, it's an MCL tear. Um, I saw somebody say that he flew back to Birmingham. I was under the impression that he was he just stayed in Birmingham. I could be wrong, but that's what I was told. But I I, heard, I saw people saying that he flew back. PW Insider was saying that today that that he flew don't back. name him. God damn it. I'm Alex. just letting, hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm giving credit where credit is due. Somebody breaks the story. Yeah, then. Charles Manson isn't out there giving props to Jeffrey Dahmer, is he? Well, which, which one are we in that? Are we Charles Manson? We need people. <laughs> we need people. <laughs> right. okay. Alive. We eat your old wrestling websites alive. All right. Some old wrestling website was, uh, was credited with saying that he flew back and that was, that uh, being post their headlines in all caps, like a grandmother who just discovered Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Those that guys, webs. Those, those guys. guys, but that's where people are getting it. Uh, so yeah, who knows if he ever even left, but, um, yeah, an MCL terror is much better than the thing that he suffered in that match with Kane back in November of 2015. Uh, so yeah, my thing is if I were them, um, I would, I would come out and say that he's not available so that if he is, you can have this major deal where he comes back. Do the kayfabe us. Just give us something showing, show it like they do later. The showing his tweets from last week that we all saw already. That's kind of a cop out. Yeah. Now, now here's the situation. Like they're not going to say two to eight weeks either because he could have a setback that, that could happen a lot. There was a girl I knew who uh, played college soccer at Moorhead State University. She was a five-year player, and, man, she tore her ACL three different times. Then when she came back in her senior year, she tore her meniscus. There are just some people that that are like Dominic Cruz. That's a really good example. Uh, UFC Bantamweight champion. He didn't fight for three years. Couldn't stay healthy. Came back, won a fight, was out for another year. It just happens to some people – Hopefully Seth Rollins isn't like that. Yeah. That would suck because it's not the type of injury that will make you retire, but it's the type of injury that will keep you on the sidelines a long time. Chris Saban, that's yeah. another guy. Tours ACL, came back, tours other ACL. That's just unfortunate. Um, so, I mean, they're not going to give you a timetable on TV. I, I was just told that uh, they're hopeful he'll be back by WrestleMania, which is why they didn't r- rule it out. And also why they're having Corey Graves plant seeds on commentary, why they're having him say, people close to me say he's not. That way it can either be a surprise or they can play it off as, well, we told you. Right. So, by the way, guys, you're in the chat. I don't really hate PW Insider. It's a joke. But they do, their tweets do look like a grandma who just discovered Facebook. Like an angry, angry Republican one. Like, not, not to make this political, but you all know, come on. You know how angry political Republican grandmas who discovered Facebook, they type. It's all caps. And when they put analysis, sometimes it shortens it to anal, which is always awkward. Yeah, so it's not good. Never it good luck. It always happens, too. 
It always happens. We got raw to talk about, but <laughs> anal always happens. It just I got always people, happens. I got people who are like who will tweet me and they're like, Sean, you're not being professional. You're not being how'd they give you a blue check mark? Well, I'm sorry that I want to have fun if I'm doing this sixty hours a week. Like there are some people who just take everything way too literally. We're watching people pretend to fight in their underpants. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> Jesus. By the way, tune into that Wednesday show with Jimmy Van. I'm sure he's going to go off about something this week. Uh, he was pretty upset after last week's show. Opening segment. Samoa Joe kicks off the show. It is so weird to hear that music play on the USA Network, Alex. It is. It really is. It's, it's, it's very cool. I'm very excited to have him up on Raw. I got to say, throughout this entire night, Samoan Joe looked like he belonged in this spot, on this program, in this company, on this network. And he has for at least the past 10 years. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a really cool thing about, about that they're not, they're not mincing words. He comes out and he's pissed that he's had to wait 18 years to get here. Like, that's a really cool thing for him. And he, guess what? If he was playing babyface, he should be pissed about it too. But he should be righteously pissed and, like, prove himself to the masses. But that's a major deal that this guy had to wait 18 years to get here. Um, but, yeah, I, I personally, the, the thing that I liked the most was them planting the seeds for Foley's eventual departure to go get uh, uh, hip surgery, where he mm-hmm. was just, like, he was blatantly just – like being insubordinate to uh, to Steph McMahon was that was good. Uh, I'm interested in seeing how how this progresses. But uh, yeah, Samoa Joe in a suit. Who knew, man? He look he looks like uh, he looks like the limo driver for some mafia don. You know what I mean? But who, who also carries a piece and will f you up if you uh, get too close to the guy. I like it. So the the question I kept getting all night was why does Raw keep getting all the stars? And I don't have an answer for that, but they do. Yep. Especially when you, when you bring in Bailey and Samoa Joe, Ooh, back to back. Did, did SmackDown get anybody? Not like, not on that level. But I mean, did they get anybody from NXT? Uh, I mean, they got Ellsworth. Yeah. They, yes. He, he was a main eventer for a couple of months there. So you never know. Uh, but no, I don't think they have. And, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm assuming when Dillinger eventually comes up, he's a SmackDown guy, but they seem to be keeping him down in uh, in NXT for a while. Maybe building towards something where he gets a title shot against Bobby Roode, since that rivalry's been established. And they uh, should. I, I don't know what happens with Shinsuke. I mean, I don't know. There were originally, much like Oscar, never any plans to bring Ty Dillinger up. He was just going to do the player coach thing. Right. But um. And I don't know that they that they expected him to get a reaction that big at the Royal Rumble, but a you got to roll with it, in my opinion. And you'll always have those people that say, "Oh, the chance over, not the guy." They're one and the same. The chant gets you over. Now, of course, you could say that maybe Jack Swagger is a nice exception, but hey, uh, I bet he's much happier to go out there and have people say "We the people" instead of having people say "Jack shit." Nothing. Say nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Say absolutely nothing. Samoa Joe cut a really good promo 
at the beginning of Raw. And then Roman Reigns came out, and I thought he cut a really good promo too. I thought both of them were there. Uh, Roman Reigns kept it short and sweet, and if they have him do that, it's usually pretty good. Yeah. He said, sup, hi, I'm the big dog. I'm going to kick your ass. Yep. Match is made. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a phenomenon of, I mean, with all these uh, crowd shots they're doing to react to every little thing that's going on on Raw, um, they caught what could not have been any older than a six-year-old girl in the front row just losing her mind, jumping up and down with excitement when, when Roman Reigns came in to face Samoa Joe. Uh, and we all know that the kids love Roman Reigns, and some of the adults don't. But it's a very interesting thing where he comes in and he says, "Hey, what do you say, Portland? Should I uh, should I uh, like let him just uh, shut his mouth, or should I cave it in for him?" And that's and that's what the kids love. You know what I mean? It's a very interesting deal. I actually met a little kid who was buying a WWE ring at the store at Target, and I said, "Who's your favorite wrestler?" I just was interested. He's like, "Roman Reigns," and I was like, "There." You- yeah, he it works. Roman Reigns. He's like, he couldn't have been older than nine, but he loves Roman Reigns. I was like, okay, that's cool. Hey, people Fine, care about him. I'm not going to fight that. People care yeah. about him. I thought this was a great opening segment. It made Samoa Joe look good. Uh, Roman Reigns did what he was supposed to. And as Voices of Wrestling tweeted, it was Samoa Joe versus a Samoan named Joe. Yep. They, that should have been on a poster somewhere. Nia Jax versus Bailey. I like there was this little segment before the match, where Bailey was like hanging out backstage with Cesaro and Sheamus. Mm-hmm. I liked this. I don't know why I liked it so much, but it it put over that Bailey is chipping away at the icy heart of Sheamus. Yeah. And I think maybe they can you now it's it's gonna take a lot, but maybe they can do something here. Maybe they can use this as a byproduct, like to get Sheamus over as a babyface with Cesaro. Like maybe somebody takes advantage of Bailey, like uh, maybe the club or somebody, whoever the hell it is. And Seamus is like, nah, fuck that. Not my yeah. friend. Not not this girl. She's innocent. I yeah. think maybe they can maybe they can do that. Like, you know, he's their protector. I feel like Cage Side Seats did this thing where Braun Strowman would be Bailey's protector before he had this big monster run. And I remember reading gosh, I I, I know it was Cage Side Seats. I can't remember who did it, but I was like, that's brilliant. But now what they've done with Braun is much better. Yeah. Now, I, I think it's really it's effective because uh, Bailey's gimmick is everybody's favorite kid sister. So giving her male ro- uh, superstars who've been established on the roster for a while and having her basically be their kid sister gives us a way, a way into that character. Um, and, you know, establishes her as like somebody like these people, we like these people and they like her, they're protective of her. We, it kind of establishes that it's an interesting way of getting, getting that idea over. So I'm interested to see where that goes. So there's a lot that that I had to talk about this match. Michael Cole announced Nia Jax's weight, which is a very new thing. 270 some pounds. How do you feel about that? Did this trigger you? didn't didn't trigger me because i don't i mean they're building her they're building her as a monster you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it, they keep talking about how she holds all the powerlifting records at the WWE performance center yeah she's a big girl we all knew she was a big girl if you asked me to pinpoint her weight before this announcement i would not have gone that high with 272 i don't know i honestly don't know how tall she is but the idea of wow 272 she's got a that's what is that double what bailey weighs like so that to me helps tell the story 
I noticed they're not saying how much Bailey weighs, though. That's like so. It is kind of a double standard. Well, they didn't announce it when she came to the ring. Michael Cole announced it on commentary, right. like as, as a footnote. Yes, exactly. She is she is like six feet tall in pro wrestling. She's probably like five ten. Right. And um, uh, before this, like websites had her waitlisted at like two forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 sure they're fudging it. I mean, they fudge weight and height all the time. Um, but for me. Uh, if you're not doing it to fat shame her, but instead to say, my God, she is massive and will F your shit up, then yes. yes Why did you censor one word, not the other? Because, because that's what I do. That's what I do in my articles. It's a PG-13 what? show? Exactly. It's PG-13. Okay. Sure it's explicit if I do the, if I do the S word. I can word. get behind that. I can get behind that. You can go ahead and say all your F bombs you want, but hey, I got to I got a kid, but I got a kid now, and I got a, you know earmuffs, right? I learned something from my boy Matt Riddle. You got to make your curse words mean something. You can't just get your shit in with your curse words. If you oh, all ever missed that, Matt Riddle absolutely know. went off on Camp WWE for having too many curse words one time. Yep. <laughs> also, there's a funny video on our YouTube of him explaining the time that he met Triple H, where he 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 did just did the Super Troopers repeater game to him is what he did. Yep. Did not care. Uh, that's up on our YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, Nia Jax hits a very slow-looking Rainmaker, because why not? Because yeah. why not? We're doing that now. Jax is about to count it out. Charlotte causes the distraction. I thought Jax's Samoan drop looked awesome. What didn't look awesome is when she ran all the way around her body to pin her facing the camera. Like, I get why they're doing it because it's it's good for the camera, but at the expense of looking completely ridiculous, I think that's stupid. Also, also looking ridiculous, Bailey was made to look like a dumbass, and nothing makes me want to cheer baby faces more than when they look like an idiot. Yep. 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 <laughs> baby, faces are, baby faces are idiots and heels are cowards. That's just, that's the way everybody, that's, that's, their, that's their flaw, and it's, uni- it's universal. Yeah, uh, Bailey is announced as having a title match next week. I don't know why, because she got pinned clean eight days ago. I get it; she no, won a tag match, but she, whatever. She, she got a pin on Charlotte the day after she lost that Whoop-dee-doo. match. And here's the deal: there's no one else for Charlotte to face. That's true. <laughs> like, they've true. buried Dana Brooke way down at the end of the bench. She's not even on I, TV. Anymore. I forgot she was on the roster. Send I, her back to NXT already. Like, she's she like I think last week she was on main event losing to Alicia Fox. Hey, you know who so needs her? Like I just said. NXT needs her. Yeah. They could yeah. use her. Or you know who they could possibly debut? Emma. They could oh, do that. and how funny would that be that Dana Brooke follows the same path that her former mentor Emma did? Yeah. Ooh. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, Braun Strowman killed a bunch of jobbers. I've missed these. Oh, man. I've missed it so much. This, this was – I honestly thought – because, you know – I'm a new dad, and I don't get a lot of sleep, so my brain is kind of addled. So when Braun came out to face four jobbers, when the last time we saw him face jobbers, he faced three at once. But that was like that was in October or something. I thought, wait a minute, did my did I fall asleep and wind up in a time warp? And now now he's now he's back to facing jobbers. And afterwards, he was like, Foley, you I told you to give me competition which is the exact same thing he did before the Sami Zayn program, which was over months ago. 
This is the Sid Vicious Millennium Man program gone horribly right. I loved I loved that one of the jobbers just said, you know what, screw this, I'm out, and ran away. <laughs> he ran away. Uh, oh, my God, that was great. He, he stacked them all up like cordwood, putting them all at the same time. Uh, but I thought it was before they, they went backstage and had Foley give him the match uh, for Fastlane against Reigns. I was like, wow, Rollins goes out. Reigns gets shifted into Rollins' position, and now Braun is back to facing a bunch of jobbers because they have nothing for him to do. Uh, I'm interested to see where this whole thing goes, but yeah, you know what? Every once in a while, sure, have Braun murder four gentlemen at once. That's fine. Yeah, uh, I, I love I love his delivery, his mm-hmm. absolute 1980s delivery of his lines. I, it works for him yeah. because he is a 1980s wrestler. Oh, God. Think of the program they would have put him in against Hogan. He would have like, drawn so much money. Oh, then, so then, much then, money. Then they, he would have gotten beaten and recycled and would probably they had, they had have been Hogan, in a tag team with the Warlord. They had Hogan face Zeus at SummerSlam. Can you imagine yep. what they would have done with Braun Strowman? I don't think Braun Strowman would have been... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anywhere as near as good today, he would have. He would never have improved. He no, would have been the same Braun Strowman. Too. Yeah. yeah. Akira Tozawa debuts and defeats Drew Gulak. I was a fan of Tozawa's mouth guard. More wrestlers should wear them. Uh, what I wasn't a fan of is a suicide dive. They are not special anymore. But Tozawa's screams are infectious. Yes. He's like, you're not making noise. I'm just going to yell at you, and then you'll make noise. And it worked. Yeah, I, I love Tozawa. He should be a huge international superstar. Uh, uh, there's still hope for the cruiserweight division, but it's dwindling. Um, I, but I, I, contrary to what you, I, I, I liked this particular suicide dive because it was a suicide headbutt. Like he, he, he went out with the in- intent of using his head as a, as a battering ram, as opposed to the gentle push. Um, but I love his snap suplexes. Those always look great. Um, I mean, the, the only thing about this that I don't like is that poor Drew Gulak has turned into Barry Horowitz, and he's much better than that. They don't have a guy who's a jobber uh, in the Cruiserweight division, so it's Drew Gulak. Well, they had to send the Bollywood boys back to NXT, so there you go. That's, that's right. That's right. What a stupid move to even sign them. Uh, snap German suplex finishes it. I think that move will get over. That yep. is a nice move. Goldberg Jericho segment. Jericho adds Tom Brady to the list. Gets a great reaction. Jericho Jericho wants to face Owens for the title, but Owens kind of shies away. Then Goldberg comes out and makes the top two champions on Raw look like total bitches. Yep. Yep. Total bitches. Uh, yep. Goldberg challenges Owens at Fastlane, and Jericho accepts on his behalf. There was a very funny spot where Goldberg added himself to the list. Like that that's was, the, that's a great way to get that over for the other guy. That was really good. That was legitimately very clever. Um, but it was around this time uh, that I just started thinking to myself, I hate Raw. 
I hate I hate the way the segments are are structured and written. I hate who they're telling like why they're telling me to cheer these people and who they're telling me to cheer for. Why why do I want Bill Goldberg to win this match at Fastlane? Why do I why am I supposed to want that this 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 man who who can't last longer than 90 seconds in any How about this? How about this guys? New contest. I'll find out something to give away. I'm saving this for the 1,000th follower. Or not the 1,000th follower. When we get 1,000 followers, that one. I'll find something. I'll, I'll announce what we're giving away next week on, uh, on the Raw podcast. Follow us at Fightful Wrestle. Send us a tweet with the number of seconds it will take Goldberg to beat Kevin Owens at Fastlane. The closest wins. That's good. That's good. That's uh, I yeah. think 45. I'd be shocked if it's over a minute. Um, because, just simply because of the way that they're booking Owens and have this whole time. Yeah. Uh, he's had a hell of a reign, though. He's, he's been champion since August. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is Yes, he's been a champion since August, but you can count on one hand the number of times he's looked good. You know what I mean? Like, it's always been him either needing to be saved by Jerry. Remember any of Bruno's defenses? I don't. No, it's, that's true. Uh, what they should do is have Owens get the advantage early and beat down uh, Goldberg for, let's say, three minutes where he's, on, he, he's winning. And then Goldberg hits a spear out of nowhere, jackhammer, and that's it. Make him last at, at least the champion lasts longer than Brock Lesnar did at, at, at Survivor Series. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm hoping. Goldberg also accepts Lesnar's challenge. We have our first WrestleMania match official, Lesnar versus Goldberg. Now, if Goldberg wins, Lesnar's going to be facing Goldberg coming off of two embarrassing performances to Goldberg. I don't know why they're not showing Brock Lesnar wrecking shit at live events. I would show some, like, just live event footage. Show him destroying Big Show. It's not going to hurt Big Show. No. He's facing Shaq this year. Yeah. Lesnar can beat up Shaq. Now, here's the thing, and, and it's going to be a horse that's de- beaten to death. It really is. Now, Owens, okay, when casual fans tune into this, they're going to say, oh, that fat guy couldn't beat 50-year-old Goldberg. Not only that, he got beaten under a minute? Yep. Huh. Huh. Well, and then next year when they tune into WrestleMania, they'll go, hey, isn't that the fat guy that lost to Goldberg in 45 seconds? By the way, where's Goldberg? Yep. That's really all we got to say. Somebody asked if Shaq is going over at Mania. One would believe because a celebrity has never lost at WrestleMania outside of Battle Royals. However, if anybody I think is smart enough to know that it's okay to lose at WrestleMania, I think Shaq might Mm-hmm. be that guy that knows and is – I mean, they go way back. They go back like 20 years. Right. So I'm not going to be surprised if Big Show somehow wins because that might be his WrestleMania moment. They actually ran a storyline around him not having a victorious WrestleMania moment, but that might be it. So uh, in your mind, with with uh, the news that came out that uh, Goldberg is booked for dates – outside the U.S. in a different promotion um, post-Mania. Yeah. Are we thinking this is it for, for Goldberg? Is Mania and he's out? What do you I think? hope so. I hope so. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be the right thing to do. 
So not, then, not because I don't want to see it or anything. Uh, I'm, I'm more intrigued now with how they booked him than because, you know, we, we got to calm down after Survivor Series. I'm very intrigued with the booking, but. Yeah. So then, so then if he beats Owens at Fastlane and becomes the champion, then he's going to lose the title at Mania to Lesnar. And then we got Lesnar as champion. Uh, so uh, are we assuming that Lesnar sticks around for a while and maybe wrestles a couple of things that aren't big fours because the next big four is SummerSlam. You know what I mean? So here, I'm hoping that Lesnar costs Goldberg the title. At Me too. Because uh, even as a callback, and Paul Heyman can mention that, you cost him the title way back at No Way Out 2004. It's a lot of parallel, and it's a lot of history. Now, continuity isn't WWE's bag. They don't like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This does not need a title. A guy like no. Kevin Owens, in the eyes of casual fans, maybe he does need a title. Plus, Owens versus Jericho for the title, you want to talk about a hot WrestleMania match that's mm-hmm. going to have a hot crowd. Yep. If Chris Jericho wins that title at WrestleMania or competes for it, that's going to be a good. That's going to be a good spot. Yeah. Um. Couple of quick things. New Day defeated Shining Stars. Sure, why not? Not a lot to talk about here. Um, Jericho and Owens appear back on the same page backstage. <laughs> Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Enzo and Cass at ringside saying they want a tag title shot, which makes total sense, Alex, because the only team they've beaten on TV since July 26th, mm-hmm. Rusev and Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal looks like he's on that Onnit, which you can get by clicking that link on our front page. Go over to Onnit.com, but use that link. So this brings us to the swamp, the cesspool that is the Raw Tag Division. It's a shame. It really is. Um, so here's what we have is the New Day comes out and they do a promo about nothing. Ultimately about imaginary ice cream. And people liked it. What's yeah, sure, sure, sure. But, but it doesn't mean anything. And then they beat the Shining Stars who don't mean anything. Uh, and then Which a lot of people spell as shinning stars and it drives me nuts. Yeah. Learn, learn, how, to, learn how to spell uh, shining. Unless, unless you're... Ice. Unless you're doing a reference to that awesome uh, Simpsons episode where they couldn't say Shining because they were going to get sued, so they called it the Shining, then, <laughs> then you're being clever, and I like you. But uh, they also have Enzo and Cass who just decided that they were going to come out and sit in office chairs near the ring. They're not on commentary. They're just sitting near the ring. And nobody, neither team said, hey, we don't want you out here in case you guys get involved and cost us the match. They're just allowed to sit out there, and of course they do wind up getting involved, and uh, they get um, they get they get uh, I think Gallows and Anderson DQ'd, and now we're back to normal, back to nowhere. Uh, if this is a thing that advances Seamus uh, and Cesaro to being angry with with Enzo and Cass, and maybe turning heelish, maybe that's something. But overall, we just wound up back where we started. And that's not that's not a way to to to, uh, to book your tag division. I see a lot of people saying like Goldberg with the title to get get WWE some attention, like just sing it. Uh, the Rock did that, and I think it got two hundred thousand buys less than the year before. So I no no. 
regarding the tag division, they took the titles off the New Day, and that's supposed to be done to change things up, to heat it up. To do, I don't see the point of even taking the titles off the New Day at this point. Nope. Um, I like Gallows and Anderson working with Cesaro and Sheamus. They have good matches. Cesaro and Sheamus are developing some nice uh, tag team moves. I would have enjoyed this match a lot more if it weren't for the stupid camera zooms. Jericho, Zane, when these two started getting matched up, I was like, I'm sure it'd be okay on paper, but I didn't expect Sami Zayn and Chris Jericho to have this fantastic chemistry that they have. I think Zayn has some of the best chemistry with Zayn, with Jericho in the ring of anybody I've seen, and that's saying something. I wonder if it'd be better 15 years ago or if this is the Jericho that needed to bring out the best of Sami Zayn. Uh, Owen super kicks Zayn to give Jericho a win this tie, this accomplishes a lot of things. It keeps the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens thing that will never end mm-hmm. going. It gives Zayn a reason for a rematch. It it furthers the, the Owens-Jericho thing. This match was good and accomplished a lot. I thought it was fantastic. Just so much stuff in one, and that's that's beautiful storytelling in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed this match. I've enjoyed all of uh, Zayn and Jericho's matches. You're right, they have a great chemistry together. Uh, we're thinking they're probably going to have a match at Fastlane, which could be one of the better matches on the card. Um, and uh, I'm just hoping that if, that we find a way to get uh, Zayn, uh, you know, a not a match on the kickoff show on Mania. Let him be in something that, that where he can showcase himself. Uh, I don't know if it's an, another multi-man match or something, but he's been really, really great uh, all year. I mean, going back to take over Dallas – where he faced Nakamura, and the next day was in that incredible ladder match. Um, he's he's deserved it, and keep keeping him at the forefront is good for everybody. Yeah, we had a cruiserweight segment, and boy, this promo was shitty. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, it was bad, but I am legitimately excited for a uh, fatal five-way elimination match oh, among the cruiserweights. I will, I will watch the hell out of that. They better they- they should, yeah. they should make that be the entire 45 minutes of 205 Live. If it's an elimination match, make the, like, yeah. they could make it great. Do it. The highlight of this promo was Alicia Fox. It's the, it's the highlight of anything that he does because it's just, it's just gibberish, but it's very funny. Uh, now, so TJ Perkins is on the babyface side of this tag oh. match. But when he comes out, he's... Such I'm like, what's he talking about? <laughs> what's he talking about, guys? Come on, he's such a uh, douchebag. Unlike the rest of you guys, I'm the only one who's ever been the cruiserweight champion, and I could feel everyone in, in the in the in the uh, arena going, "Yeah," and we all hated it. We're really happy you're not now. Like, oh god, you know. So here's here's the thing. Whenever I do things on the show and I'll like pick on you and Jeff for not being verified or some shit like that, people will pop up and say, ah, Sean Ross Sapp heel turn. He acts like I do when I'm being ridiculous. Yeah. When that's I'm true. Now, let's be, I have a pretty big ego, but come on. He's acting like I do in those situations. Then they put him on the babyface side. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Like, yeah. at least tease that he's being a douche in the match. Like, he's showing off too much and he gets caught. And the baby faces right. are mad at him, but save it. Something. I'm a, I'm a little uh, – I, I would like to know more about the prognosis for Rich Swan. 
I'm it's it's kind of sucks that he's that he's hurt. I don't know how bad it is, but I didn't even it, bother asking about that tonight, and I should that, have. That he's 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 going to be he's out in a match that's literally a month from yesterday. That he's they're figuring he's not going to be complete and uh, clear to compete by then. Uh, that's it's interesting. Um, but I mean, I'm hoping that who comes out of this tomorrow is Cedric Alexander, so we get a real like awesome pay per view level match between him. And Neville at Fastlane, that would be worth the price of admission right there. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm interested to see what they do with uh, with a really great multi man match, the first of its kind, I think. Uh, the cruiserweights since since they come along, they've had a lot of like six and eight man tags, mm-hmm. but like uh, a really like big match, even triple threats. But this five ways eliminations, that's going to be great. Yeah, this match wasn't very good, by the way, but Cedric ended up looking pretty good out of it. Did we get an Emelina vignette tonight? We did not. Dave <sighs> entirely forgotten about her. Dave, well, Dave Meltzer said last week that there was never a plan to debut her. It was just a rib. Like ever? Not ever. Like ever, apparently. She's, they've been. They've been. They've been running. A wonderful a waste of a great talent. Running vignettes for her for longer than she was originally out with well, the injury. Listen, Alex, this Raw women's division is just so loaded. Yeah, there's no place for her. She can't be okay. involved. No, 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 no. There are people that say, yes, they, they did. Yes, they did. You covered this show, Alex. You're wearing a Batman shirt. I know you're trying to say I'm your Robin. Yeah. Motherfucker, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> I break the PG-13. Wait, I can say the F word once in a PG-13 thing. Yeah, once. Hey, there we go. I used it. Okay, guys, thank you. Now, great, keep it. Alex, I pay you for this. I don't. Jimmy does. We pay you for this. Yeah. Was your kid and? taking a dump or something while this happened? No. They, they, I, didn't, I did not see an Emelina vignette. Hmm. It, it's very possible I may have been, uh. I may have been uh, out of the room for the, for the one time I was out of the room mm. for, uh, for three hours. Mm, not good. How long, are you contracted for a certain amount of time, Alex? I don't was know. There, was there an end date on your contract? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure there was. <laughs> mm, guys, I don't know how I feel about this. Mm. Awkward situation here. We had, situation. <laughs> we had Samoa Joe defeat Roman Reigns. This reminded me a lot of Finn Balor. They bring a guy in. The next week, he, he beats Roman Reigns. Immediate name. Samoa Joe attacks Reigns before the bell and really patty cakes some of these strikes in. But on the contrary, all of Roman Reigns' clotheslines look real bad. Um, he does ones where he jumps. He does the old Kofi Kingston clothesline that looks really yeah. bad. Yeah. Then there's ones in the corner where he just repeats. Those look really bad. But this match picked up at the end. Like I said, Samoa Joe looked like he belongs. Roman Reigns always looks like he belongs in the ring. So uh, that's really no surprise. I feel like this could have been a big, big pay-per-view main event. Yep. And, and I, I honestly wonder how long they would have kept these two guys separate mm-hmm. if, if Rollins wasn't injured. Yeah, it's true. Because, because you, could, you could use this for a, for, a, uh, for a program going into to SummerSlam. This could be Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe at SummerSlam for the first time ever. You know what I mean? Like the fact that they did it, they did it on, on a random Raw because they had nothing to do for Samoa Joe. Now that we've, well, we've seen it's going to be Braun versus uh, Roman at Fastlane – 
what are they doing with Samoa Joe? What, what's what's he going to do? Alex, not only was there an Emelina vignette, there was one that said that she will debut next week. You are super fired. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to use this uh, time to hand in my resignation. I'm ashamed, and uh, I don't deserve to cover this glorious, glorious show that is three hours of stuff with interminable uh, commercial breaks that I can't really time out. So sorry, everybody. Uh, Kevin, Owens to see with me. Kevin Owens is giving WWE's Twitter some trash about their Photoshopping skills. <laughs> Braun Strowman came out and continued his thing with Roman Reigns. Now, here's the thing. We're not going to get one. We're not going to get both, Alex. We're either getting Brock Lesnar interfering in Goldberg versus Kevin Owens, or we're getting The Undertaker interfering in Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. If you had to have one, what are you doing? Uh, God. I, um, I, want, I want them to protect Braun. I do, too. I think that Owens can somehow recover. I think he can recover better than what Braun can because when I think of Braun in this situation, I think of Rusev. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing that they're doing, they, they talk about uh, they're going to have a festival of friendship. Can't wait. With, with uh, Jericho and Owens next week, which certainly won't lead to any confusion or, or drama between them. I'm sure it'll be all perfect and sunshine and rainbows. So I'm hoping what happens is that Jericho distracts Owens and, and costs him the match. And and before the thing even gets started, uh, ding, 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 spear, jackhammer, end. Because because uh, Jericho is, is screwing with uh, Owens at ringside. Um, I could definitely see that happening, and that would definitely then lead them to their match at Mania uh, and kind of save him that way. But yeah, please take her, come in. Uh, you know, lights go out. Undertaker's dong hits, and um, and we get uh, Taker coming in and saying, "You, you know, it's still my yard." And uh, he costs Roman the match with Braun. And then we get if we're gonna get if we're gonna get Taker versus Roman, which I don't want, at least protect Braun in the process. Yeah, if Reigns does a more heelish type of thing, I am completely cool with the big dog taking over the yard type of thing. Mm-hmm. Completely cool with that. I think that would be an interesting angle to approach. Kevin Owens says, can you all Photoshop my beard too? You don't have to change the color like Goldberg. Just make it a little thicker. Damn. Yeah, they put some uh, just for damn. man in that, in that, uh, in that uh, beard on, on, that, on that graphic. It was pretty bad. Uh, damn. Hey, guys, here's the podcasting schedule this week. Just the, just the wrestling side of things. MMA, we have them every day as well. Check those out. We've had a lot of people say that they didn't like MMA and that our show has helped get them into it. Tomorrow night, right after SmackDown with Jeff Hawkins, Wednesday afternoon with uh, Fightful.com owner and eccentric millionaire Jimmy Van. He hates when I call him that. Thursday, register for free at Fightful.com. It doesn't cost you a dime. Uh, You'll get Matt Riddle answering any and all questions. Former UFC star turned indie darling that uh, is really the talk of the independent circuit. It is a matter of time before we lose him to the WWE, to be quite honest with you. Then on Fridays, Shane Helms. This week we're doing a mailbag for both uh, both the Matt Riddle and Shane Helms show. Anything you all want asked. I mean, they're, they're here to answer everything. 
Uh, we've been doing certain topics on the Shane Helms show, like the end of WCW, rules in wrestling, backstage fights, uh, the brand extension. This week, I'm going to have him address the page neck situation. Talk about these injuries in wrestling, what he's dealt with, and, and what kind of timetable he's looking at. Uh, Saturday night, we're here post-UFC 208. Sunday night, we're here post-Elimination Chamber. I'm hoping we can get a special guest for Sunday. Uh, Anna Bauer is who I'm hoping. If we can get her a mic uh, set up that doesn't echo, you know. But uh, check out Most Ridiculous. That segment is fantastic. Also, tweet out the link to this podcast, you guys, and Fightful.com in general. Leave us a thumbs up, and please leave us a review on iTunes. That stuff helps so much. I can't even put into words how much uh, that helps us to get positive reviews on, or any really any reviews on, on iTunes, so help us out there. Alex, anything new? Well, hey, here's one we didn't, didn't tackle. Rock and Roll Express Hall of Fame. Yeah. Now, I found out about this, I think, three – Two or three weeks ago, when I tweeted, I said, I don't know how true this is. Yeah. Because I figured Ricky Morton was just talking some shit. Um, when I asked around, apparently, um, apparently uh, the natural disasters were supposed to go in, may still be, you never know. But, uh, you know, Earthquake has passed away. And Ottman, uh, the shockmaster typhoon, he's had some health issues. So, don't know if that will be happening. I hope they do get in if, if they were planned to go in. But the Rock and Roll Express, stars of Total Nonstop Deletion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's really cool that, uh, that they kind of got back on the, uh, you know, on the scene in that way. A lot of people forgot about them and got to see them again. The Express that rocks and rolls. Uh, it's Total no Nonstop Deletion. That was fun. And these guys were great back in the day, you know, um, but even before the NWA, but uh, and then when they were Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and they they've held they've held dozens of tag team championships. They absolutely deserve it. Uh, these guys were were the rockers before the rockers. Uh, you know, these guys were serious deal. But I don't I don't think there's a lot of younger fans who even remember them at all. But uh, but they were really really great. Also, another thing I want to put over, guys, Jason Kincaid. If you all don't know this guy. You got to read his writing. Uh, he is a former ROH talent, now signed to Evolve. He was a part of the Top Prospect Tournament last year. We have him for our pro series, and I'm just blown away by his writing. This week, like he asked me if he could step up the writing, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. I've loved your stuff. It's been fantastic. He's going to reveal his experience in the, the ROH tryouts, and it's like you're reading it's like you're reading a book that he's worked on for years, but it's just – it's unbelievable. Check that out, Fightful.com. Uh, under our exclusive section, we have uh, you know, Matt Riddle talking about meeting Triple H. We have updates on TNA, creative, uh, some feelings in the office there. We had an interview with David Starr last week. We have our, our stat pieces. We also always have financial updates and uh, analysis from Brandon Howard. Fun stuff in our uh, exclusive section. Anything you all want us to add? Our forums are coming back, by the way. Um, we're doing some adjustments. We're making some adjustments to it with the site split. Uh, there were some issues with that. So, uh, we're, we're getting that back up and running. Also photo galleries, video galleries, all that cool stuff. Break up with your old wrestling website. 
start going out with us. Look at these pretty faces. Look. Yeah. Look at that. Not that one. Not that one. No. Not that one. Alex, anything you want to tell the people before we go? No, you can follow me at Pulowski the Fourth. I'm not even going to spell it for you guys because I know you know it by now. Gotta change that fucking thing. Yeah, God, I do. Damn it! It's an R-rated podcast now. Ah, damn it, motherfuck! Alex, you're never going to get verified acting like that. That's true. That's true. I, I will. I ever hope to acquire the vaunted blue check mark if I keep being so unprofessional. Hey guys, hit me up on Twitter at any of these and at Sean Ross Sapp. If you haven't visited Fightful.com for your news, drop me a line. Tell me what Fightful needs to do to get you to get your head out of your ass, quite frankly, and visit us. <laughs> there you go, Sean. That's being like a blue check mark. Just a salt. Listen, listen, listen. I love our readers. I love coming to our site. I love our readers. I love our viewers. They're fantastic. <laughs> but they don't come here for me to be a boring turd. They don't. Nope. Just hey guys, hey. Somebody says that I should kick you from the chat just like I did just like I did uh Jeff Hawkins. Yeah, what do well, you I think? Deserve it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Well, you do deserve it, and that's why you're gone, Alex. See ya. Alex is gone. As I said, guys, follow these below. If you want to advertise with Fightful.com, with the Fightful Podcast, email me, Sean at Fightful. Dot com. Uh, I want to thank you guys for the support. Join in on our live live coverage and discussion that we do every night, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, TNA, uh, UFC shows, Bellator shows, World Series of Fighting shows, WWE pay-per-views, TNA pay-per-views, Ring of Honor pay-per-views. We got them all. Evolve now. We got live coverage of Evolve. I want to thank you guys so much. Pick up one of these shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.